Welcome to Smashing It. This is the podcast that will help you smash it in your own life. That means living with power, freedom, and breaking through any mental obstacles and barriers that are in your way. Join transformational life coaches John Prince and Chris Finn as they have deep conversations that will open up your mind to new possibilities. Last year, I posted a video on Instagram that went viral. It got over 2,200,000 views, over 90,000 likes, and 29,000 people saved it to watch it back later because it had that much of an impact. The video was titled, Three Mistakes That Kill Your Confidence. And the third mistake that I shared that really kills our confidence is when we say we're gonna do something and we don't do it. And that's what's really at the heart of commitment. Commitment is a very powerful thing because it determines the options that you live into in your life. Often this happens unconsciously, but today we're going to get real conscious so that you can see what is most important to you in your life and how you can align yourself with that. And by using the power of commitment, you can show up in life with more confidence, more fulfillment, more presence, more certainty that you can create the life that you want to create. And me and Chris are going to offer you some tools, some strategies, and also some powerful questions that will allow you to unlock the power of commitment for you. Hey, Chris, welcome to this episode on commitment. How are you doing, my bro? Hey, John, I'm great. I'm great. Good to see you. I'm so excited for this one. It's been ages. I know. It's been a while since we've spoken on podcast. Um and this is also a topic that is very uh, important to me. I know it's also important to you as well. 100%. 100%. And what is that topic, John? <laughs> the topic is commitment, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, what's commitment to you, Chris? It's funny because when you if you'd have said commitment to me, probably even just a year ago, I would have thought that's, that's, that's boring. But what I'm seeing now is commitment is like this is probably the most untapped discipline. Commitment is power. Commitment is responsibility. And so for me, commitment is about being honest with ourselves as well. And it's like an absolute game changer when we understand it and when we utilize it. Mm. Love that, being honest with yourself. So how does commitment relate to being honest with yourself? For me, it's it's been about asking myself the question, what am I committed to right now? What am I committed to creating? Who am I cre- committed to being? And even just asking myself that question is a really humbling question. It really gives me the opportunity to get honest with myself. Like I'm someone that would, would have said, I'm honest to be, I'm, I'm committed to being happy. And yet I'll notice sometimes that I'm not choosing that route. There's, there's been times in my life that I've noticed I'm almost standing at these crossroads and maybe I've had a, a struggle with something and it literally feels like I could choose to be happy right now or I could, could choose to go down the route of a struggle. And sometimes I like to struggle. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy saying that out loud, but this is like the honesty that I'm thinking about choosing because I, I believe we create our experience in every single moment even if we're not aware of that and I'm just aware that sometimes we create things that isn't in line with what we say we say we're doing we're, we're we're sometimes inauthentic about what we're up to what games we're playing what our motives are 
Yeah, I think that one of the key things in, in what you said there was that the, is the question and the question that you asked, which is what are you committed to? This is one of the things that we need to really look at and explore because this is where you're going to see the quality of your life, where mm-hmm. that is showing up and also where you're going to see where your life works and where it doesn't work. There's mm-hmm. usually a breakdown in our life working when there's a lack of commitment because we're playing half out. We're not really playing full out. And when you show up in that way, life is a little bit, it's either boring or it's lacking energy or aliveness. It's just not quite what you want it to be. And when you can't put your finger on it, there's usually a lack of commitment showing up. And and, and so that is a great, great question to ask, which we're really going to explore in more depth um, so that you can come away from listening to this with an idea of how to answer that question for yourself. And genuinely answering that question can be something that changes your life. That's why it's so exciting to to be talking about this. Um, for me, commitment is uh, so that the the actual definition of commitment is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. Mm-hmm. But when we really look at that and break it down, so it's the state or quality, like your state of mind, your state of mind and body, is the quality of who you're being. And who we're being is determining all the options we're living into and then dedicated to a cause or activity. So that's about actions, right? We know when we're taking committed actions regularly, life's pretty amazing. When we're out in action, we're doing things, we're on purpose. We've got a whole different energy. You can notice people that are being committed and showing up in that level because they're powerful, powerful, powerful people versus, oh, what might I do? Or maybe I will do that or maybe I won't do that. There's a whole lack of, Um, congruence a whole lack of power so that level of dedication is what determines the quality of who we're being and that in turn determines the quality of our lives so really the the commitment is about an agreement that we're living into with ourselves and also with others we make commitments to ourselves about i'm going to go to work or i'm going to go to the gym or i'm going to record this podcast right we agreed and committed to being here at a certain time to make it happen And then it works when we show up and do it. So the commitment's really saying that we're going to do something and then going out and doing it. And what this is really linking into is a a way of being in integrity. So integrity is being whole or complete. And it's not about, and this is what I love about it, why I really love integrity and I love commitment. It's not about being right or wrong. It's not, not right or wrong that we show up to record this podcast at a certain time or that one of us is late or not. We could debate that, but it's a moral mm. judgment. We're not talking about that. We're talking about does it work? It works when mm. we say we're going to do something and we do it. Yeah. Um, and then we're in integrity. So then what we are is we're complete with who we say that we are and what we say we're going to do. So when we're living from that place, it's just a powerful place to live. And to come back to what you said, Chris, which I think is really important, is um yeah often we're just not sure of what the commitments we have mm. what they are we're not sure of like am i am i living in happiness that is it, am i going to keep doing that or am i not when we're not sure how can we live into it and that's when people get a really sense get a sense of like i don't know who i am just because we haven't committed to who we're being and i i completely get that the times where i've lacked fulfillment and i've lacked um, confidence in life i just I'm, I'm not sure who i am because i'm just kind of flopping around and many people live their whole lives like that and that's yeah. what's exciting for me as a coach to help people point them towards what's not working what do you want and how can you commit to that and um 
it's my intention that by the end of this episode, people are going to come away with an idea of just how powerful this is and um, how it can be used as a tool to really transform somebody's life. Mm. Do you know what's just occurred to me is you just used the word intention. My intention is to you know share what this is about. Why don't we dis- dis- discern and distinguish intention from commitment? Because I think that'd be really helpful for our listeners. So how would you distinguish an intention to a commitment? Intention is about what you want mm. and it's about where you're going. And then mm. commitment is solidifying that to make it happen. So am yeah. I having an intention to eat salad for lunch? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I intend to eat a salad for lunch. And in, intention is really important because we're having a say in where we're going in life. But mm. then commitment is I'm going to have a salad for lunch. And it's yeah. then I'm committing to make that happen. And what it does is then it creates a level of certainty about that intention that doesn't exist when it's just an intention. I love this because for me, I used to think intention was the most powerful way of being. But when I've discovered commitment and the way that you've described commitment, I almost feel like intention feels a bit fluffy compared to commitment. So if I was to say, I led a two day workshop a little while ago. And if I was to say, my intention is to make this a life changing workshop, that doesn't sound as powerful as if I'm saying, my commitment is to make this a life-changing workshop. It it just feels like for me personally, commitment is the game changer. Intention is needed and it's required, but commitment is like a whole other level of being. Yeah. Am I seeing that right or would you disagree? Yeah, definitely. I but what I would add to it is I think intention is very, very important and very, very powerful. But it's mm. even more powerful when you start to link commitment in with it, you know? So we can intend to create this yeah. episode on commitment. And I say, oh, Chris, you fancy talking about commitment? Yeah, 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 be great. And then, um, all right, yeah. cool. Maybe it will happen. Like, well, we we might do that next week then, right? Can I give Can I give an example? Yeah, I, I, I was speaking to a client um, last week, and they said that they have an intention to meet someone, to meet a partner. And I and I quite simply asked, well, what actions are you doing to turn that into reality? And they said none. <laughs> so they've got this intention to meet a partner but they're not doing anything about it whereas if you've got a commitment to meet a partner that looks very different so sometimes people will i think get confused by this law of attraction and manifestation stuff and hold these intentions in their mind while sitting on a sofa watching netflix thinking i've got a fit body full of vitality and health and they're eating doritos <laughs> so commitment is again for me why i see it as an addition to intention commitment is in addition to intention and a level up yeah because it results in action it does it makes action happen and it makes intention more powerful so Mm. if we if we look at kind of confidence as an example confidence is is like certainty created when you're confident that you can do something you're certain that you can do it right it's like um, hey, Chris, can you run this coaching session? You're like, yep, you can count on me, right? Mm. When we're like, lack that certainty, it's like, Chris, could you do the coaching session? Oh, I don't know, I, I might be able to do it, right? The lack of certainty creates a lack of confidence. But what r- we get confused about is we can't always control certainty because mm. we can't control outcomes. This is why people set intentions and then they don't take any actions because 
they don't know that they can get the result. But what commitment gives you is it's coming from a way of being like you can get the result. Okay. So you're committing to an outcome, not guaranteeing it, but you're committing to it as a way of being. So Mm. then what you do is you say, absolutely. Yeah, I can do that. And then you live Mm. into it, even if you don't Mm. know whether you can do it or not. Um, So you're making a promise into the future and then living into that promise. Mm. And that is powerful because what it does is it completely alters the options that become available to you or not. Mm. And that's where the game changes. If we're lacking commitment, um, you can end up being like the jack of all trades and the master of none because you're just going to say yes to everything and do everything. Whereas when you commit to something, there's a whole bunch of things that you're going to have to start to say no to and a whole bunch of actions that you're going to have to um, say yes to, right? You give the Mm. example of, uh, I give the example of, you commit to a relationship, like really commit mm. to a monogamous, me and this one person together in a relationship. That changes mm. the options for you as a as a, a as someone dating, right? Because once you commit, then you say no to dating other people. You commit to supporting that person. Um, to If you want to have a successful relationship, this is the, the level of how high up the commitment you go, then it's I'm committing to supporting them and being there for them and having fun and bringing joy to the relationship. But Mm. it determines what you can and can't do. That alters, your options alter when you commit to something. Um, And people typically don't commit for Mm. a number of reasons. Okay, so um, they might not commit because they are unaware of what they're committed to in the first place. Right, Mm. lack lack commitment because, well, um, I don't know. You know, it's just kind of like living into a default life of, uh, well, I'll just kind of, I want to guarantee Right. If I stay being single, then I guarantee that I'm not going to get hurt. If I stay in this job, then I guarantee I don't have to go and look for another job or look for something mm. else. So there's, there's that way of lacking it. The other part is like being afraid. Mm. So um, People are afraid of commitment because it means the possibility of failure. Right. Mm. The possibility of disappointment or judgment or embarrassment. Right. If I have, if I commit and say, do you know what? I'm committing to getting a new job in the next six months. And there's what, what I'll often hear is, but, but what if I don't? And it's like, well, you don't. And then you could then commit to trying to get another job in the next six months after that. But instead of going for it, they're committed to staying how they are now. Yeah. Right? But we just don't see that we, because we don't, because it's living in our subconscious, we're not present to that. That we're we're always it comes back to what you're saying in the beginning. We're always committing to something. It's just are we aware of that or not? Are we committing to a life of comfort and certainty, um, and being right about well, I can't do it, so I'm going to commit to being right about that. Or are we going to say no? Do you know what? I'm going to take a leap of faith and commit to making my goal, my dream, or the thing that I really want happen. And when you do, again, options change, actions change, who you're being changes. This is what's so exciting about it. It's beautiful and it's so powerful and it, and, it, and it does link back to when I was saying earlier, like it's about being honest with yourself. So if you're not going for your dreams, if you're not pursuing that goal, then you're committing to something other than that. And maybe you're just committed to your comfort. One thing I discovered about myself from doing the work is that <laughs> if I'm not conscious about this, most of the time 
what I'm committed to is doing what I feel like doing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like eating a chocolate biscuit. Oh, I don't feel like going to the gym. Oh, actually, I don't feel like working today. That's what I was committed to, doing what I was feeling like doing. And I discovered it was such a powerless and ineffective place to come from because then I wasn't creating amazing results in the world. When I saw that and I got honest with myself, it gave me the chance to transform it. So I can be honest with myself. What sort of person do I want to be? Do I want to be the type of person that doesn't go to the gym because I don't feel like it? Or do I want to be a different type of person? And for me, it opened up windows. It opened up possibilities. So I think that that question of what am I committing to right now? Right now, what are you eating? What are you doing? Are you looking after your health? Are you going for that dream job? What is it that you are committing to? What does that look like in your life? And a good sort of hint is look at what your life your life circumstances look like right now because maybe you've been committed to creating that yeah but we are here's the thing we're 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 committed to creating it whether we know it or not and there's a distinction i want to draw which is between um commitment and attachment because this Mm -hmm. is where it gets a little bit confusing right committing Mm -hmm. yeah is saying here's what i choose to do and this is what I'm wanting to create and I'm going to make that happen. And attachment is this is what I have to do and I have no choice. So the mm. difference is choice, but often many of our commitments are subconscious. You know, we're committing to just being driven by our feelings or committing <laughs> to just not having a schedule and just letting seeing what happens and going with the flow. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but the results are very unpredictable. And if we're driven by our feelings, it leads to like, well, I might do it right you you know my intention is to get i might do it yeah my intention is to get fit okay so we go well i might go to the gym today and then we let our feelings decide and considering our brains wired to keep us safe and comfortable and in the familiar and in the known it's gonna choose the easiest route so it's i'll do it tomorrow or maybe i'll go or maybe i won't and then we live into a life of maybe and we don't we just don't decide it creates a life of indecision And what indecision is, is um, uncertain. Mm -hmm. Now, considering most of life is uncertain, right? I don't know what you're going to say in this um, podcast episode. That's not certain for me. I can have a commitment to how I'm going to show up, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do. I'm also going to have a commitment to what time we meet, what time Mm -hmm. we finish up, all of this kind of stuff. Now, if I'm controlling that, I can take a huge, um, I can control a huge amount of my life. But if I'm not, and it's like, oh, I'll just see what I feel, what I'll do. Not only um, is the outside world uncertain and scary, but then my internal world's scary because I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm committed to. I don't know what I believe. So that's the other part of this is not just actions, but we can commit to what we believe, what our values are, um, who we're being, who we want to take a stand for ourselves to be in life. And then you can live into what's important for you. It's cam- It's uncomfortable. and it's going to be challenging, but mm. it's also so much more secure and powerful than just being directed by the outside. It's like being a ship and saying, I'm committed to go from England all the way to Australia and we're going all the way there. And that's where you go. And you start going there versus being the ship and then being in the ocean and saying, well, let's just see where we go. And then the mm. the waves are going to just carry you and you're not like, guiding where it's going to go 
or you may be like, well, okay, maybe we'll go to that place, but if it gets difficult, then we'll change and we'll go somewhere else. So you ramp up the levels of uncertainty and um, what's happening. Um, One of the things that you've just said reminds me of one of the key confidence builders, doing what you say you're going to do. Because when you don't do what you say you're going to do, you start to lose faith in yourself. You start to not trust yourself and it starts to erode your confidence. If I say I'm going to do this and then I don't do it, I'm showing myself I'm not someone that's going to do what I say I'm going to do, let alone anyone else, let alone how I'm going to be perceived by other people. So recently our car, we had um, a problem with the water. It's either the water tank or water pump. We had a problem with it. And when it went, the garage said, right, we'll book you in with it. Our garage that we use, they're great. And um, they said, we can't put you in for a couple of weeks. So you can drive it, but just not a huge amount. But I knew that the car was like, it it might not, the, the water tank might go. So I was a little bit on edge. And then what happened is it did actually go. And then we had to get it fully taken over to the garage by a, a truck and put in. And then they fixed it. And then we've taken it home and it's fine. But when I didn't know whether it was going to get me from A to B, it was quite an anxious sport of like, mm. is you know, I, I can't fully trust the car. Right. And that's what it's like for us when we we say we're going to do something and then we don't Mm. do it. We start to erode our trust in ourselves of like, am I someone that can do things? (laughs) And so we we live into that lack of trust and that lack of certainty in our own capabilities and our own resourcefulness to make things happen. And that's what happens when we live in a lack of commitment. It's like having a car that you just don't know whether it's going to break down or not. You know, it Mm. says I want to rely on my car to take me to where I want to go. I get in it and I drive it and maybe sometimes it breaks down, but I can fix it and get it back on the road. But if, if you're not doing what you say you're going to do, it's like getting in the car and then just thinking, is this, is it going to break down? Is it going to work or not? And so it it leaves you feeling like an undercurrent of anxiety. And what commitment does is it gives you that sense of certainty that you can do what you say you're going to do. No guarantees on it. And you don't even need that but you just start living into here's the result of the outcome I want to create. And I'm going to go and do that. So it alters the course of your life because we organize ourselves around our commitments. So if we're like, I'm going to go to the gym, here I go. I'm going to set this goal. I'm going to go out and take action and and make it do whatever I need to do to make it happen. You see yourself constantly as someone you can trust, someone you can rely on, someone who makes things happen, somebody who takes responsibility and it's a powerful mm. way to to be and to live. But it again, it alters the options that are available to you. So things like sitting around and not doing anything just don't become appealing to you because you can see them as not supporting your goals of what you want to do. The, yeah. You know, a, a real deep example of how this alters the options for us is think about someone who is a vegan, right? A vegan is committed to not eating meat. So what mm. happens is when the menu comes and they're in a restaurant – they'll scan the menu for what foods are in alignment with being a vegan, right? All the meat options and the fish options disappear for them because they're committed to being a vegan. What it does is it changes the menu, Mm -hmm. right? When we lack commitment, what happens is all options are open. Um, Hey, John, do you want to hang out today? Yeah, I haven't got much else on, so all right, cool. And somebody else like, hey, do you want to come help me mow my garden? Sure, yeah, let's do that. Like, 
everything's open once you're committed to like no i'm going to record a podcast today and i've got a coaching session today and i'm mm. going to pick my kids up from school or whatever you're committed to doing and then so, someone says oh hey yeah do you want to come hang out no i'm picking my kid up that mm. becomes your commitment well what if you take the things that are most important to you your dreams your goals and you 100 commit to it mm. that's going to change the menu oh yeah it's the game like we said it's the game changer it's super powerful um I had a conversation like this with a client yesterday and they said, I really need to write my commitment down so that I don't forget it. <laughs> and I said to her, if you need to write it down so you don't forget it, then it's not a commitment. Imagine if I go out on a Friday, I'm married, and imagine if I go out on a Friday night and I cheat on my wife and I say to her on Saturday morning, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that I was committed to a monogamous relationship. If you if you need to write it down, it's not a commitment. A commitment is mm. a bond. It's a direction, and it's super super powerful. The other thing I've seen quite recently, and I've only just sort of really started discovering this for myself and my clients, is if one of my clients comes to a session, so I so I show up to my clients very you know with a hundred percent commitment. I'm ready to go, and I've got their best interests at heart, right? But some of my clients show up with the same hundred percent, and we create magic and some of my clients maybe show up with say 60%. What's happening then is like they're showing up with 60% commitment. I'm showing up with a hundred percent commitment, but my a hundred percent is bouncing off of their 60%. We're only getting 60% commitment from that session. It's, it kind of reminds me of that phrase. You're only as strong as your weakest link. When people bring 100% to anything in life, miracles happen. It's like, I've just taken on a new coach, as you know, and mm. I've paid a fair bit of money for it. So because of that financial investment, you can be damn sure that I'm showing up and giving 100% for each session and in between sessions. Like I'm 100% committed to getting the most from this coaching. And I know he is as well. So we're creating magic. But if I rocked up it, say even just 70, 80%, I'm not committed and, and not much is going to happen. Yeah. So the more you see, the more you raise your commitment, the more you're the more powerful you're making the results that are, are possible for you. So like what what I'm seeing in here is when you talk about 100 percent committed, the thing about commitment is is actually simplifies things like mm. for a vegan. It's easy for them to know, like me isn't an option. Yeah, I, you're I, vegan I went, or you're not. Yeah. So I went I, I went full vegetarian, like I think it was last January. And I did it for a month. I just made the commitment. I'm going to be a vegetarian for January. And I did it. And it was just super easy. And then when January finished, it got really hard. Right. <laughs> and I could, I didn't know why it got so difficult. And yeah, I was like, yeah. kind of like, I can eat meat, but I don't really want to because I don't need to. But I could eat meat. Like the option was there. And then all of a sudden it was like, ah. And then as the months rolled on, maybe two to three months, then I went back to eating meat. But it was a weird thing going on inside me. And um, it's because I just hadn't fully committed to it. I, there was no one, no pressure there. I didn't have to do it. It was like, but the reality of commitment is commitment is black and white because you can't half commit. You can't half yes. be a vegan. Many people try to do it and it's just weird, right? But like, it takes you from interested to invested, okay? Like you don't half buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> you either buy one or you don't buy one, right? You pay your no money. try. Yeah, you commit, you pay your money, you commit to the chance of winning. There's no guarantees, but when you buy the lottery ticket, you're in the game. 
And that's what commitment is. It's not going to guarantee your result. It almost does. I'd say it's very close, but it gets you in the game. And like you're saying about a relationship, it's a very good example. Like, you can't be half married. If you're, if you're married and then committed to it, well, you're not. There's challenges come up. But hmm. what lies underneath commitment as well, and this is, is another thing that would be very useful to talk about, because this is one of the things I do first thing with, with when I take on a new client and we sit down to create the relationship powerfully so they can get the most out of it, is we talk about commitment and we create hmm. clear agreements, because underneath commitment is agreements. That's what gives commitment its power, right? So we can commit to, right, I'm committed to getting fit. And then we can say, I commit to go to the gym three times a week. And we can create some agreements around that. I agree to go to the gym three times a week. And then what happens is if we look at this integrity piece, of if I do it, I'm going to go three times a week and I do it. It just works because I'll go and then I eat the right foods and I get in shape. If I don't do it, it doesn't work. Because I say I'm going to go three times and then I go once, it doesn't work. But the the part people kind of where they slip up here is they go, oh, well, I didn't go. So I'm rubbish and I'm not very fit and I'm going to quit. No, it's the, it comes back to what you said about honesty. Just be honest about it. I said I was going to go three times. I went once. Do I need to change my agreements? Can I only go once or twice? Right. Let's get clear on that. And if you have honest conversations with yourself and with other people, here's what happens. The quality of your life goes up. Your authenticity goes up. Your confidence and power goes up and the quality of your relationship skyrockets because people feel like they can, especially if you're being honest with them about where you slip up Mm -hmm. and you deal with that, they're going to feel like, oh, okay, they're not perfect, but they're making things happen. Maybe that gives me permission to do the same, too. I just want to remind our listeners again, I know you said this at the start, but if you're not committed to like this, it's not wrong or bad. Like we're not judging here. Like sometimes we haven't been committed, or I'm speaking for myself. I haven't been committed to anything. That's not wrong or bad. The other thing I really want to highlight, because you we you skirted over it pretty quick, but I think it's really powerful, is when you shared your example of being full vegetarian for January, it sounded to me that it didn't require any extra effort and then when you got to february because you weren't then committed it almost like that made it messy so january was clean and clear because you were committed and then february was like well, shall i shan't i so it was a bit messy so commitment doesn't actually necessarily take any more energy i mean it might do at times but i've done like dry january and i found exactly the same as you the choices were made the decisions were clear like there was no headspace required for, oh, I feel like drinking. Should I have a glass of wine? No, decisions are really made. But that's how clean and clear and powerful commitment is. And and it doesn't take any extra energy in those circumstances. It might yeah. mean giving something up. So here's the thing that takes up <clears throat> the most amount of energy for people mm. is uh, making decisions, right? Yeah, yeah. When we, when we are agonizing over making a decision, right, maybe it's, changing your career and you want to go into a different career or going back to university and studying or taking up a new fitness and health plan and you're like Mm. deciding on what to do and which path to go down it's agonizing and it takes a lot of energy to make those decisions and figure it all out and you're in that space of uncertainty and like should i do it should i not if i do it how much time is it going to take can i do it all of this is going on and I know that feeling because when I when I was um, 
playing poker and I was thinking about going into coaching and I mm. was looking at, well, I say coaching at the time, I I was kind of looking at what's the best route to help people. And I, I agonized over going back to university and studying a master's in psychology. And I, it took months to make this decision mm. because it was mm. like going to be a huge outlay in terms of cost money that I was going to spend. It was going to be a huge outlay in um, studying and researching and, um, energy and effort and going up to London and do it, making all of this stuff happen. And um, it was painful going through that process. And then once mm. I made the decision to go, I'm like, I'm in, paid my money. Here we go. Fine. Yeah. Did it mm. take a, a bunch of like effort and everything? Yeah. But the decisions were like, I'm in. And because I was mm. in and I totally committed to it, all the options, my menu changed. So I said no to drinking. I quit social media for a period of time. I said yes to studying. I said yes to reading. Halfway mm. through, I remember um, my wife, I think we we were maybe engaged at the time. And um, she said to me, it was, it was tough. It's not like it was easy. It was tough. But she said, mm. um, you know, you can quit if you want to. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. And then I thought about it for about 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I could, but I'm not, I don't want to, I'm committed. And then I recommitted mm. back in and then I just went the whole way through. But mm. it was that bit, those months before when I hadn't decided that um, were challenging. And we go through those, those phases of like, yeah, we need to make decisions, but this is why when, for when taking on clients, I, I don't do it so much anymore now, but in the beginning I would give people 24 hours if we have a conversation and and um, they're thinking about coaching and we, we look at what that would look like to work together um, to work on whatever goal they want to create. And I say, I'll just take 24 hours and decide whether you want to work with me or not. And either way, whatever you decide is, is great. It really doesn't, either way will be the right path for you. We can work on this now and, and make amazing things happen, or maybe it's not the right time, but because if they go and they take a week or two weeks, it's going to be the same decision. It's just mm. agonizing and drawing it out. And that's the kind of pain of living into, well, maybe, and I'm not sure and being indecisive and not committing. Once you're in, I'm unsure. I'm uncertain. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I'm fully com committed. You can bring everything to it. And if you do really commit a hundred percent and see what we're trying to offer in this, this, um, episode today is then that you you can create extraordinary results through the power of commitment mm -hmm. and i love how you distinguish between attachment to results and commitment to results because at the end of the day we can be committed but we don't actually have control over the outcome right like if i want to create something i can be fully committed but i end up not creating it because some external circumstance like covid or whatever i don't create it i was committed but i'm not in control of outcome so we can be committed to results and outcome but we can also be committed to who we're being on that journey right who we're absolutely being. absolutely and and that you know the attachment part is to to notice this where you really see it it's like say you make a commitment to get healthy mm. and you make the commitment to lose 10 pounds in 30 days and you're like i commit to making that happen Number one, I think that's pretty exciting when you really mm. like. And also a great way to ramp up your commitment is just start telling people, by the way, I'm 
yeah. I'm on a fitness buzz at the moment. I'm going to lose 10 pounds in 30 days. You're you're ramping that up. And then in that time, you're going to say no to pizza, you say no to chocolate, you say yes to water and the gym and healthy food and all that stuff. But what here's what happens is then you say, I'm going to make some agreements with myself. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week or four times a week or five times a week, right? And then you choose to go. And attachment is when you then start losing the choice and you say, I have to go to the gym four times a week. My trainer told me to do it or I made this commitment and I have to do it. You start to lose the energy because it's like an expectation that you have to go. And it's such a subtle difference. But when you can catch that for yourself and say, no one's forcing me to do anything or to go, I'm choosing to go. And I get to go because I get to live into this commitment. I get to transform my health. I get to be healthy. I get to feel good. I get to look in the mirror and and love what I see because I'm making that happen. No one's forcing me to go, even though I'm tired Mm. and I don't feel like it today. It's a whole different energy. It's a whole different energy. When I was building my my coaching business and I was doing coaching calls any time of day, all day, every day, because that's what I (laughs) had to do to make it work. I'd have a call at like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. at night. And and someone says, oh, oh, so you've got to do a call tonight. Oh, you have to do a call tonight, you know? And it's like, no, I'm choosing to do a call tonight. It's so different when you're choosing what you commit to and, mm. and you're present to that and aware of that because then this is what it's all about. For me, choice is freedom, really, and, and choice is power. And it that if we choose what we're committing to in our life and then we go out and make it happen, that's a powerful way to live. So what would you say to someone? Uh, let me let me play the role of the old me, because this was like me mm. two years ago. What if you you were my coach and I said to you, yeah, but I'm scared that if I commit, it's going to take away my freedom. Just think about marriage. Like mm. I'm scared that if I commit yeah. to Emma, I won't be able to date anyone else. What would you say to me? Because I'm seeing something different now that I wasn't yeah. seeing before. It's such a great question because what that really is saying is that's attachment. We're afraid of attachment because many of us live in attachment because we're living by expectations and rules given to us by society or, or um, authority figures. And then we take them on and then we think that we're living out of that, but ultimately (laughs) no one's forcing you to do it. So Mm. it's like the same thing comes up for a lot of people. And I know this really deep is if it's when you're, you want to commit to creating a schedule for yourself. You're like, well, if mm. I plan plan up my week, I'm going to have no freedom because what if I wake up Tuesday and I've agreed to go to the gym and I and I just want to sit and read and do whatever I want to do? It's like, remember that you would be going to the gym out of I have to as an attachment, but committing and creating that and then going to the gym on Tuesday when you don't feel like it and you'd rather just read or stay in bed, but you go you're living, you're choosing to live into a commitment. So the part with yeah. the freedom part is realizing that you don't have to do any of this. You don't yeah. have to commit. When I got halfway through that master's and it was like, my wife's like, you know, you could quit. It's like, yeah, I could, but I'm committed. I'm choosing to commit. No one else forcing me to. Mm. And if we live from that place, it's a place of personal responsibility, but it's also such a powerful place. I think a lot of people are afraid of it because when you commit to that, it means you have to own your disappointment. You have to own your challenges. You have to own when it doesn't work out. But if you get to own it, then you get to choose what you do next. If it doesn't work, you get to learn. You get to make another decision and and go in a different way. And it's like, 
you know, someone thinking about, well, do I want to commit to a relationship or com commit to a marriage? Number one is don't don't do it if it's not right for you, just because society tells you sh you should do it, or mm. people think you should, or you think you should. If you, it feels right for you, then go for it and commit to it. But realize you can't have everything. There's always mm. going to be downsides to decisions. So, you know, if you get married, then yeah, you can't date whoever you want. Mm. If that's the agreement that you have when you go into the marriage, right? But you get all of the upsides of being in the marriage and being mm. with someone that you that you're just for each other in in that way, and you care mm. for each other, and you have time together, and you create a bond that nobody else will have with that person. These are mm. all the upsides. Are you willing to um, pay the price for that? Mm. Right? It's like someone wants to get fit. Yeah, you're gonna have to like eat certain foods, work out. It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna take energy. That's the price you pay. But you're the one that choose the price. And if you really choose it, it's just so powerful. And it is freeing. Like I've certainly experienced more freedom of mind and ease in my life after committing. Just going back to what you said with the January stuff, you know, um, being a vegetarian for January, you experience more freedom when you're out making dinner choices. I've experienced more freedom since committing. But the freedom came after the commitment. It's really interesting to me that after I've committed, then I felt more free. I felt more at ease. It's like, it's almost like things are mapped out for me. Maybe it's a bit, perhaps it's a bit like commitment is a is like a compass. It's a direction to head in. I don't know, but I've certainly experienced more freedom in my life after making some commitments in the area of my relationships, my health, my work, my friendships, things like that. Beautifully explained, Chris. That's what I love about what you do, right? That you've, <laughs> you've, you've really articulated that because that's what it is it's you get it after you commit mm. right and sometimes you might commit and then a little bit afterwards and you also feel that like oh no i've committed but you get through that ease into mm. it that's just the resistance of the past coming up trying to keep you safe and and playing the default life but when you do really commit and then those options become available to you it's like the cheat code to success it's almost, a, yeah. there's no guarantees, but it's as close as you're going to get to guaranteeing that you're going to make it. Because what it does mm. is it forces you to overcome obstacles and get what you really want, right? Mm. You're being your word and your word is created in your commitment. And then you've got these agreements that you can back it up with. And when you honor your word and your agreements, then it becomes like pretty straightforward. So yeah. it, it, you don't have as many decisions to make. 100%. Right. This is what I'm doing when I'm going to do it. Off I go. You you just go straight towards it and uh, you're cutting out the doubt. You're cutting out the indecision. You're cutting out the worry, mm. You're cutting out all the time sat around twiddling your thumbs like, what shall I do with my life? And yeah. can I make it? What happens is not like you don't experience that. You just get super good at dealing with it because you're creating a way for yourself to to deal with that instead of when we don't commit it's like oh, i might do it i might not maybe and then what that does ramps up doubt ramps up insecurity um and it keeps us living in this kind of default life is when when i've been working on this with a couple of clients recently both of them have used a word to describe this that I, i've never heard before and it's funny they both said that life feels more clean after committing and it kind of that makes sense given what you've just said it frees up the decision making the worry the the, the contemplation, because when you're committed, there's clarity, there's cleanness. 
Yeah, and I I would say that that's like the cleanness is like the wholeness or the completeness that comes with integrity of when we honor our word and do what we say we're going to do, we just it matches up. It's like that's it. Everything's complete. It's complete. I can move forward. I feel like I'm on the path. When it's we're not sure, we've not done it, we've not fulfilled what we wanted to do, we're incomplete. There's questions open. We're in no man's land. It's challenging. It's difficult. It's like, shall I really go for it or not? We're playing half out and it just mm. is more tiring and it's harder. So what what I'll offer people, I think the question you asked at the beginning is a great place to map back to. And it's such a great mm. question. I'm going to offer three questions for, for people to take away that I think will be a really great way to apply this. And And what I recommend is to write these questions down and answer them on paper and then see what you get from it and put it into action. I really recommend doing this because it's genuinely something that can can change your life. So the first question is, what are you currently committed to? And look at your life. And as Chris said, be honest. Just be honest with yourself and your life. Just write this down for you, right? What are you currently committed to? And it might be, I'm committed to staying in my current career. I'm committed to I'm not committed to a lot of stuff like whatever that is, or I'm, yeah, I'm really committed to my kids or my partner or whatever that is. Just write all of it down as much as possible. And if there's an area of your life that you're either wanting to improve or develop or have change in really focus yourself on that area. And then the second question is what would you love to commit to? So this is about what are your goals? What are your dreams? What would you make happen if it was okay for you to fail and and you were okay to really play things full out. And the third question is, who do you need to be to commit to that? Right? Because once you really commit to it, a version of you becomes available that wasn't available before. That's the, when the menu changes, right? Who we change. Um, Because we're ultimately being who we say we are, whether that's unconscious or conscious. And when you create powerful commitments, around what you really authentically want for yourself. And then you become the version that has to, that's required to fulfill those commitments. You'll really see what's possible for you and what it unlocks is that greatest version of yourself. Mm. Love it. Super powerful questions. It's I literally had the first two in my mind and you've just given them bonus question. Who would you need to be? Love it. Yeah. And that's one we can, I'm sure we can dive deeper into because it's a lot of the work that we do on ourselves, a lot of the work that we do with our clients is that shifting work. You know, we can give people the the steps, the strategies, the schedule, the plan, the diet plan, the, the goals, all of that stuff. But if we're not committed and if we're not being who we need to be to make it happen, it's going to feel like hard work. It's going to be difficult. We're going to have that, you know, the the lack of engagement and power but once you line these up and you get the commitment in, might not be easy, but it's going to be pretty simple. Mm. And it might be easy as well. It might, yeah. That's when you get that effortless, well, how did you make all that happen? Well, it just happened. Yeah. yeah. I decided and I moved in that direction. And you also, you know, and this, this will be a, a conversation for another day, but you tap into your intuition, mm. the wisdom that you've got inside yourself, the, the resourcefulness that you have as well. Because when we commit, like we find ways to make it happen. Mm. And uh, you really start to see how resourceful you are. You know, if you think about if I gave you something that you really wanted to create and I gave you 
10 million pounds if you made it happen you get pretty resourceful right yeah yeah it's not like all of those options weren't available to you it's just that you just needed to open up your awareness to what's possible for you in order for you to see it mm. Mm. cool anything else you'd like to add chris no i feel like that's probably going to be really helpful for people it's certainly been really helpful for me to get some clarity and just to have this conversation so no nothing to add cool um so yeah what i'll leave people with is is just become aware of the power of commitment think about what it might make possible for you in your life if you really start to harness it value commitment over talent and all of the other stuff that we're told that we need it's really the thing that's going to um make the magic happen and um have fun with it it's certainly powerful it's something i'm excited about and um i'm sure we'll talk more about it in the future but um yeah thanks for joining me today chris it's been a pleasure as always and uh, we will see you all on another episode we appreciate you for joining the conversation today if you want to connect with john you can find him on instagram at the perception coach and you can also find chris on instagram chris finn coaching that's with two n's and feel free to give us any feedback on these episodes and also for any recommendations of what you would love to hear more about up in the future keep it real and we'll catch you soon